Do you hate New Year's resolutions? Most people do. I have an alternative that might just resonate better. Welcome to the Perfect Metabolism Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Vance. I'm a nutritionist, yoga instructor, author of the book, The Perfect Metabolism Plan, and I've been focused on metabolism optimization for over a decade. I'm here to tell you that, contrary to popular opinion, it doesn't have to be all downhill after we hit 40. So it's that time of year, the holidays behind us, health clubs packed to the gills, people drinking their green juices and bone broth, and we all feel pressure to set New Year's resolutions. In this podcast episode, I'm going to explain how we can shift from resolutions to a different philosophy called Sankalpa. It's subtle but powerful. And together, we're going to prepare to write our own reinvention stories in 2024. So if you dread setting New Year's resolutions in the new year, you're not alone. Most people do. It's probably because research shows only about 8% of people actually achieve their resolutions. So this year, instead, consider a subtle shift to Sankalpa, which is rooted in yogic philosophy. So I've practiced yoga for over 30 years. And last year, I finally got my yoga teacher certification. And in that certification process, I think I really finally begin to understand yoga for the first time in those 30 years. When we think of yoga, most of us generally think of the asanas, which are the yoga postures of the physical practice of doing yoga. But that's just one sliver of what yoga is about. The word yoga means union. Yoga brings together or unites our body, mind, and spirit. It unites us all together and connects our energy. And the principles of yoga are designed to guide all of us through our life, both on and off our yoga mats. One yogic philosophy I love and I want to talk about today is the Sankalpa principle, because it really suits us very well in the beginning of the new year. San means a connection with our highest truth, and kalpa means vow or rule that will be followed above all others. So let's look at how sankalpa is different from resolutions. New Year's resolutions tend to be ego-driven and focused on changing something negative in our life or something that we dislike or think we're doing wrong, right? Whereas sankalpa is more of an affirmation and a recognition of our true nature and a vow to live in alignment with that true self. So it's subtle. Let's get into like how that differs. With resolutions, the premise, again, is there's something lacking with us that we need to change, something we're doing wrong. Um, for example, resolutions might be to lose 10 pounds or lose the holiday weight gain or quit smoking or quit eating junk food or quit sugar. Resolutions are about changing something negative, right? So it's no surprise that, well, resolutions make us feel terrible about ourselves and our willpower will run out and we abandon them. You know, the minute we fall off the wagon or make a mistake, we judge ourselves and after a week or so, we quit, right? When I was a child, I was overweight and I was bullied for my weight. And I believed those bullies. I believed that's who I was. That was my identity. I was, they called me chubby gut. So I always was focused on that's who I was. And then I needed to be better. And I always tried so hard to lose that weight. 
The premise on of Sankalpa, however, is actually really beautiful. It's that we are all already who we need to be. We're already our true self. Sankalpa is more of a statement of your true heartfelt desire and a vow to live in a harmony or alignment than it is a goal or an action. So, for example, instead of losing weight, the sankalpa might be to eat or live in alignment with my true healthy self. So when I was overweight as a child, if I had believed at the time that I wasn't that chubby gut person, that I was truly healthy and something was getting me off balance. And in fact, when I was younger, I really truly remember one day waking up and just knowing deep in my heart, I wasn't chubby gut anymore. And that's when my life changed and my path changed. So in San Calpa, we recognize that our true self is already healthy and something has gotten us out of alignment with that. Could be the holidays, it could be stress, a lot of different things that can do that. And our body, mind, and soul can and will come into alignment again. This is actually, if you really think about human bodies, they are continually striving towards something called homostasis or balance. That's what we're striving for, and that's always the goal with humans. And when we have symptoms of disease, it's basically the body's way of communicating that we are out of alignment. For example, weight, being overweight, that's a symptom. So are things like digestive issues and insomnia and mood imbalances and fatigue. They're all indicators that something is out of balance with our true healthy self. But the thing about Western medicine is we view symptoms as something to get rid of. So we go to the doctor to give us a pill to take away the symptoms, right? And when we turn off the symptoms, it's not fixing what was out of alignment often. It just turns off that alarm mechanism. So let's look at Sankalpa again and compare it. So Sankalpa is rooted in self-love and abundance, whereas resolutions tend to be rooted in self-loathing and lacking. Sankalpa is generally focused on a deeper meaning or purpose. And with Sankalpa, there's kind of divine intervention and purpose. We were created and we're not alone, right? So I like this to think about uh, the analogy to Sankalpa, like planting a seed. When you plant a seed, it goes deep into the soil, and you're not going to see anything for a little while, but you keep watering it, giving it sunshine, and over time, a plant will sprout and eventually grow. But before you can see the plant, there's things happening under the soil. There's roots establishing, and there's an inherent energy there. The plant draws upon the water and the sun, and to create growth. So an affirmation of our true self is like planting the seed. And before anyone can see our growth, we can feel it. We sense the roots developing. That's the mindset part is once we set our mind to something and once we truly believe something, then what we can do is reaffirm our true nature daily. And in doing so, we're drawing this positive energy towards us and we're guiding ourselves towards something positive as opposed to focusing on the negative things we want to get rid of. What we focus on is what we get. So if we're focused on negative things, guess what? We're going to have those negative things in our lives. But if we truly believe and focus on where we want our health to be, we will get there. 
So as we go about our day, our choices should be in alignment with that true healthy self to help us grow and blossom. And if on occasion we feel ourselves making choices out of alignment, we simply can wake, awaken to it and allow us to shift back into alignment. And one really critical part here that's different from resolutions is without judgment. So just awareness and a shift back to alignment. Whereas with resolutions, like if you were trying to give up sugar and you got into a bag of candy, up, oh, well, forget about it. I failed. Why not quit? That's what happens a lot of times. Whereas in Sankalpa, there is no judgment, just awareness and correction back to alignment. So think for a moment what would happen? What would the seed you want to plant be? that you can help to rewrite your, re, your health story? And how could we keep watering it and giving it sun to keep that fire burning to stay on, on that new journey? Do you remember those Choose Your Own Adventure books? I love those books when I was a kid because the ending changed based on the choices I made along the journey. It was like several books in one, right? And there would be several points in the story where you would come to a decision-making point. You'd have, I don't know, three or four different options. And depending on the decision you made, you would go to a whole different, down a whole different path in the, in the story into a different ending. Sometimes if I didn't like where my journey was going or if I didn't like the ending, I might go back and make a different choice and see where that took me. I think those books are kind of a good analogy for our own health journey. The choices we make determine our destiny. It's a really powerful statement if you think about it. The difference is, in life we can't go backwards, only forwards. As C.S. Lewis is credited with saying, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. So just know this, we are the author of our own health story. And while we can't change the past and we can't control everything, we control how we react, we control our choices, and we get to choose our own adventure. And our choices and habits decide where our story goes, right? As Gandhi says, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, your values become your destiny. It's pretty powerful when you think about it. Our mindset really is where it all starts. My beliefs about health have really changed over the years. I used to think we were supposed to hand over our health to our doctors to fix and that symptoms were things to get rid of with pills. It's normal. That's what most people in Western society think. That's what medicine is for. That's what health care is for. But it wasn't until I realized that our symptoms are our body's way of communicating with us. And when we turn them off, it's like turning off a fire alarm. The, one of the most powerful pieces of our health is belief. And that day that I decided that I was no longer what my bullies were calling me, that I was no longer chubby gut, is the day my story took a new direction. My belief, I decided that I was going to change and I took responsibility for my health and that's when I reclaimed my power. I was no longer powerless. 
So I believe in the body's wisdom and ability to heal. I believe that nature's answer, it's not always, but it's often the best one. I believe that our genes aren't our destiny. They might load the gun, but something has to pull the trigger that sets it in motion. I believe that my health is my responsibility. I don't hand it over to anyone, not my doctor, no one else. I believe that age is just a number. Just because we get older does not mean we will automatically have to be unhealthy. I believe that we are all worthy and deserving of good health. Take a moment, think about what are your beliefs around health and your health story, your health identity. Do you believe that you can become the healthiest version of you? What does that look like? Can you envision it? Focus on what you want your health to look like. Anyone that plays tennis, baseball, or pickleball knows what we focus on. If we, The ball goes where we focus. Sometimes we become focused on our health issues. I've been there. They can be, almost become our identity. And once I realized that we get what we focus on, I knew I had to stop focusing on what I didn't want and instead focus on what I wanted. And that really starts with belief. So we have to believe in our own reinvention story. We all have our own personal health story. And the good news is that we are the author of our own health story. Imagine you're at one of the points in the choose your own adventure where you get to make a change. You get to go down a path that brings you vibrant health. Can you envision it? Or does our mind keep going back to our health issues? It's okay. Remember, no judgment. Just focus on what you want to bring into your life. And keep coming back to your sankalpa, your solemn oath to live in alignment with your true healthy self. We know when we're, even if we're not 100% consciously aware of it, subconsciously, we know when we're not living in alignment with our sankalpa. One thing I love about yoga is at the end of every practice, we get to lay down in shavasana, which is translated as corpse pose. And early on when I was younger, I didn't really understand why we laid there like corpses. I didn't really think that was a yoga pose, and I thought it was kind of morbid, actually. But once I came to understand that that is corpse pose is an analogy, that when we're in shavasana, we get to let go or it's a dying of what no longer serves us in this journey called life. It's an opportunity to be still and meditate and seal in what we affirmed in our physical practice. And we get to leave on the mat that which no longer serves us. So it's the metaphorical death of the burden of carrying around the past with us. And then when we arise out of Shavasana, it's like a rebirth of a lighter, fresher, newer us. So we can identify and connect with our Sankalpa when we're still, when we're meditative. Um, so consider trying to sit still for a couple minutes, two, three minutes daily to connect in with your true self. Or even better, you can just lay in your Savasana and connect to your true self every day, every morning. Before you get out of bed, take a moment and lay there. And leave things there that you don't want to carry with you throughout your day. So take a moment, envision what your true self looks like. See yourself for who you truly are. Release those identities that no longer align with that. Like I released myself from chubby gut. 
Speak in the present tense because that is your true health identity. You are worthy of vibrant health. Another thing we can do is come up with a mantra that you can say to yourself. Mantras are short, simple phrases you repeat to yourself either silently or aloud. Often they're used in meditation. And when we repeat a mantra, we can focus on our, our intention, right? One of the most famous mantras is OM. Another famous mantra was keep calm and carry on. Some other examples of some health mantras could be, I create health within. I honor my body with healthy choices. I'm intentional about choosing myself and health. I radiate health. I'm worthy of health. I seek health and no longer crave unhealthy foods. My health is limitless. Or one of my favorites, Pura Vida, or Pura Vida, which is something they say in Costa Rica. It's translated literally to mean pure life. So even if you don't practice or believe in yoga, you can benefit from some of these principles anyway. Considering, consider even writing your vision for where you want your health to be at this time next year. Focus on what you want and not what you want to get rid of. Take a moment and truly envision what it feels like to believe in that vision of vibrant health for yourself. Truly and fiercely believe it. As the quote goes, the scariest place to be is the same place as last year. So this is the year you've been waiting for. 2024 is actually a really good year for abundance. It can be the ultimate year for your health journey. It's the year that you get to rewrite your health story to live in your most most authentic, healthy self. And if you feel yourself getting overwhelmed or going off path, simply focus back on your Sankalpa and on to the next step without judgment. So thank you for joining me today and more importantly for showing up for yourself. This is your perfect metabolism podcast.